Hey, I'm Emery Parker. And I'm Brooks Brunson. And this is Understand South Carolina. We're here each week to explain the forces shaping news in the Palmetto State. So today we are joined by business reporter Emily Williams. Welcome to the show, Emily. Thank you. She was last with us to discuss um, hotel development in Charleston. She's back with us today to talk about the uh, Medal of Honor Museum in Mount Pleasant. Um, I'm not going to lie. This is a topic that I have not kept up with very well, but <laughs> it might be kind of good mm-hmm. because you guys will hear the genuine questions. I mean, yeah. not that I'm ever lying on this show, but sometimes <laughs> I ask questions that I kind of know the answer to to make sure our listeners are caught up to speed. Yeah. But this time I'm legit just being dumb. Well, we're so. going gonna to get our listeners up to speed and we're going to get Brooks up to speed. Yeah, you, you got the... I got, I got, I got, I got a little uh, intro for us yeah. right here. Oh yeah, All right. so, tell us what's up, Emery. So, if you've been, if you've been following Emily's coverage of this topic, what it describes is a well-intentioned effort to showcase valor and courage that devolved into a dysfunctional showdown in which town officials from Mount Pleasant, museum officials, and board members at Patriots Point jockeyed for the public high ground amid an atmosphere riddled with personal squabbles and distrust. Wow. That is. If that sounds really eloquent, it is really because eloquent. I lifted it right out of the story that Emily and Glenn it's, Smith wrote. It's very deep. <laughs> it feels like the I don't know beginning of a novel or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, or like the what's on the back of the book. Okay, sorry, bad joke. Um. So yeah. So as I was saying, you know, what Emory just described was the failure or departure of what we all refer to as Group A's Medal of Honor Museum project, mm-hmm. and now we have or we're referred to as Group B, which. Emily, can you kind of explain that? Yeah, well, let's, let's set the stage, and then, then we'll explain the groups a little bit more. Okay. But there is, you know, for context, we're going to start talking about the group that is no longer building here. Yeah. Um, but then, there also is another group that is going to build here. Is that mm-hmm. a good way to say it, Emily? That's, that's correct. And uh, definitely, yeah, I think it makes sense to kind of start from the beginning with this project. Um, it gets it can Stories get, often make sense at the beginning. Yes. yes. <laughs> Let's start at the very um, beginning. Yeah, and then this uh, this group that we're, that we're going to call Group B, um, that's really started more recently, and we've uh, gotten most of those updates within the last few months, so we'll get to that later. All right, so Group A, what's their official name? The They call themselves the National Medal of Honor Museum Foundation when they were formed... It was just the Medal of Honor Museum Foundation, but uh, they sometimes use national in their title, too. Mm -hmm. So how did they get started? How did they come into the picture? What was their plan like? It was officially formed in in 2013, but even before that, people at Patriots Point. So um, if listeners don't know, Patriots Point is the museum in Mount Pleasant that's Right on the harbor, they have the Yorktown aircraft carrier. So the huge ship um, in Charleston Harbor, that's Patriots Point. You can kind of see it if you're going over the Ravenel Bridge into mm-hmm. Mount Pleasant. Yeah. There's, there's a big, big old like battleship Yeah, if you've ever there. been there, you, you know that ship if you've right. been you on know, the Ravenel you know Bridge. Yorktown, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so what they were doing is they were looking at the museum and what they had. It's, it's owned by the state of South Carolina. There's a ton of land over there that's also within Patriots Point property that isn't developed yet. And they were trying to develop a plan for the future of, of how do we use this land and uh, what's the best kind of facility they could build landside. Because right now the museum is the ship. And they decided a Medal of Honor museum made the most sense. So the ship's already, yeah, it's already a museum of sorts, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a place that people visit and stuff. I mean, Definitely. why did they, I mean, were they just trying to make Patriots Point a bigger tourist attraction? I mean, what's the purpose of also, you know, why did they want to build another museum on land? 
Yeah, so utilizing that property for one, I mean, it's um, it's a waterfront site owned by the state. Their their job is to be stewards of that property for the state. But the reason for a Medal of Honor museum specifically is because, and a lot of people until this happened didn't know this, but the Congressional Medal of Honor Society, so that is a national group that represents all of the recipients of the Medal of Honor, uh, is actually based on the Yorktown itself. They're, they have a couple of offices on the ship, um, and they also have a small museum. It's one of the first things that you see when you actually walk up those steps onto what's kind of the main level of exhibits on the Yorktown. Real fast, what what exactly is the Medal of Honor? It's the highest honor that someone can be given in the military. There aren't that many living recipients now, which is mm-hmm. important to note. That's something that the creators from, from, from both of these groups have emphasized is wanting to do this because we don't have many. It's about uh, 71 right now, according to the society's list. And most of them are from medals, medals awarded to people who served in the Vietnam War. So we're talking people that are a lot of times in their late 70s, some early 80s. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is a big like national award. So it's pretty cool slash interesting that uh, Mount Pleasant, South Carolina is kind of the spot. I mean, where the mm-hmm. offices are located for the organization. Is that the official, like, let me just understand, understand this. The office that's there, like, is that like, are they like the official, official people? They are the official, official people, Congressional okay. Medal of Honor Society. So Congress said, this is the group and it's not it's it's not a big s- staff that's on there you know right. um because the congressional medal of honor society includes every member but they ha- they do have some administrative positions too you know like like any group they keep track of the recipients and the information and and document things and whatnot okay so in 2013 patriots point is like we're going to do this and they've got the official the congressional group there and so they're like all right let's do it so then how did they like kind of form like, I mean, we talk about group A, like group a, yeah. what, I mean, is that separate from the people that did the op that work there? They, how did they, did they form a group to build? Right. So, um, uh, the official foundation was formed. So then it became separate from, uh, Patriots Point as a museum itself. Um, so it's its own foundation, um, with its own board Formed specifically to build this Formed museum. Formed specifically okay. to build this museum. That's right. And they started they started the early planning and, and fundraising efforts, um, which included getting $5 million from the state of South Carolina. And listeners, we know that this sounds like a little like boring at this point, but it gets interesting because <laughs> at the beginning really, it wasn't. Yeah. At the beginning, I mean, that's one of the things about this topic is that at the beginning it was pretty straightforward, you know, right? Absolutely. I mean, and they had big goals for it. I mean, it was a it was a pretty ambitious idea, definitely. But you're right. Things didn't get tense until a little bit farther in. So just for context, I've read a lot of emails about this project from 2014 through part of 2018 or most of 2018. And you could tell that things started to get Hence, really more in 2018, late 2017. So what 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 happened in in that time frame? Like what what was what what really kind of set off? And yeah, what the went tension? down in those years too? Yeah. Like what did they do? Like yeah, when they went. It seems like that there's a long a long period of time the where five, it yeah. maybe is on the kind of low simmer, and then it 
boils over. So essentially, that's when the designs, uh, the renderings for the museum were released and also when they were presented to the town. So when the museum got to the point where it would start having to ask the town of Mount Pleasant for permission to do what they were planning to do. And the design definitely wasn't what some people expected. Let's let's talk a little bit about that design. So uh, there's a they, they hired actually a really famous international architect yes. to to do the the design. What's his name? Uh, Moshe Safdi. Moshe Safdi. Yeah. that's right, right, right. So he, um, I guess probably the most famous thing that he designed is the Yad Vashem Holocaust Memorial in Israel. A, a few other big projects too, right? Really big projects. Yeah. Um, it's. If, if anyone's curious, look at his website just to yeah. kind of get the scale. I mean, these are these are really big pro- big projects. There's a really interesting one in in Singapore, but we're talking like one of those towering oh, buildings. Oh right, right, right. Know, the Marina but, Bay Sands Hotel yes. in Singapore. That's that. It's like one of the most like famous landmarks. In yeah, Singapore. it's 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 iconic. He's, so, he's yeah. designed a lot of like, yeah. iconic buildings around the world. Yeah, so I think that yeah. that's really interesting too to to provide context here because. It sounds like, you know, at first we when we got started talking about this, you know, okay, we're, well, we're going to build a museum in, in Mount Pleasant and Patriots Point. But you know, now we're talking about building something that's really a national landmark or maybe even international landmark. And, and with that, that brought the question of being able to raise right, yeah. the funds needed, too. So at this point, we're talking in about $100 million museum building project. Right. So... Mm-hmm. There was always some concern with that of being able to raise right. that amount of money. Well, and then there's also like the aesthetic element of it because the the design, obviously, this is an audio <laughs> podcast, so we can't really show you what the design looks like, but we can describe it. Um, it's extremely modern. Um, yes. It's like from the top, if you're looking down, it's kind of shaped actually like the the Medal of Honor itself. Right, which is like a star. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So, it's, yeah, mm. it's kind of like an asterisk shape. Like, um, not, not like a pointy star, that, but yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> getting into a little little bit of weeds there. But the other thing, though, is it's it's big and it's tall. It's not like, I mean, not like a skyscraper or anything, but it would absolutely kind of like dominate the skyline of that part of Mount Pleasant, like especially, you know, they they provided all these renderings. So if you imagine, you know, you're standing in the peninsula, you're like at Waterfront Park or the aquarium or even going over the bridge like this is going to be really, really eye catching. Yeah. 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 And I mean, think of think of how you notice the the Yorktown, like right. we were even yes, just saying point. it's it's really a defining aspect of looking over and saying that's Mount Pleasant. You know, there's right. there's the Yorktown. It was going to be like that. Yeah, and so I mean, so this design, this this rendering, I mean, that was kind of came out at the beginning of 2018. Is that correct? That so that caused some drama, right? For lack of a better word, right? And a lot of that kind of goes to you know within those five years between 2013 and 2018, you have Mount Pleasant, which is like grown and developed a lot, and there's you know kind of been a lot of discussion about like height restrictions in Mount Pleasant in general and development in Mount Pleasant, and the mm-hmm. residents are kind of concerned about development at Mount Pleasant. So, mm-hmm. you know, I you know, I wonder if the rendering had been out in 2013 if it would have caused as much. Yeah, and I think I think with the with the rendering it was uh the the scale and also aesthetically. Um some people just straight up didn't like it. Uh, yeah, like it doesn't look like Mount yeah, Pleasant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was that was um a common that was some common feedback from from residents that it it didn't 
it didn't seem to fit Mount Pleasant or fit the low country. That was that was a common uh, critique that people had um, within the town. And then also people, uh, residents who came to some public sessions that, mm-hmm. that were held where they could give um, input on what they thought of the museum. Yeah. But at the same time, though, I, I think we were, we were talking earlier, the, the general sense, though, on Mount Pleasant was was pretty um, supportive of the of the project. Right. Overall. Absolutely supportive of having the project. Yeah. Um, really. I mean, and this was something that and this is still happening since as we'll get to this, there's there is um, still very much an effort to build a museum. A lot of people were coming to town council meetings saying, you know, yes, we want this museum, but people also had some some strong words about what they thought it should be like. Mm-hmm. But I, so I guess my question, though, is, does it really just all come down to to that height issue? I mean, we, we what we've described so far is, at least seems to me, like pretty much a slam dunk project. You're talking about something that's like honoring veterans. It's going to be this huge investment. It's going to ideally become a tourist destination in and of itself and encourage tourism and raise taxes and so like how does how do we go go from something that sounds like it's just obviously a good idea that <laughs> how how could it fail and then it just does is it really all down to just the height or what Definitely more than than height so there are a few different layers here so one is the official reason why Group A decided to leave Mount Pleasant. Well, let's, let, well, let's hold off on that because okay, I want to. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to get into. The, I think that's an interesting part where they they. So yeah, spoiler alert. Group A <laughs> left. Um, yeah, they said but bye. They said bye, boy, bye. But uh, what what led what led them to that though? Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll describe that in a, in a moment. So, like I said, I I read a lot of emails about this project. So this was correspondence between different people in the town, people with the museum. And also just in terms of this this group, they had they had four different CEOs in five years. So that gives a little bit of an idea. There was clearly some turnover in the leadership there. It's like there was like just within the formation of the group that wasn't ever quite a good fit. I don't know, like personality wise or like the main thing that happened where people thought there might be an issue here is when uh, General James Livingston, he is a Medal of Honor recipient. He lives in Mount Pleasant, um, and he has really been the the face of this project since the beginning. Um, he was one of the first members of this group's board, and he resigned um, in 2017, and six people came with him. Did he, did he like, explain why he resigned? Clearly, not or? not not really. Yeah. Um, but he he kept coming to town council meetings and voicing his concerns, voicing his he had concerns about the building. He had concerns about the group. And then, like I said, when that design came out, that's when things started to get more heated. Um, so one thing that, that comes to mind is that, you know, so we, we started talking about this and it got started in 2013. Now, since 2013, um, there have been some political developments. Um, there's a new mayor in Mount Pleasant, mm-hmm. an anti-development mayor. Um, and there's been like we've seen to the rise of the like Save Shem Creek movement. Right. So there's, I mean, that's kind of there's a lot more. There's a lot more like skepticism, I think, of, of big buildings and of development over in Mount Pleasant. To what extent do you think that? played a role in in bringing all of this to a head. There was 
definitely not agreement on counsel of what what to to do um the whole time everyone kept uh emphasizing we we want this museum but essentially mm-hmm. not not wanting to compromise on the on the height and the design or more, more so in in terms of the people who are most critical of the group saying that they just weren't communicating right with the town well right I, so i i think um we were talking about this earlier too there is um from reading a lot of the emails that that seems to be one of the common um refrains right is that some of the, like the project's critics on on in the town government felt that for for example so brooks mentioned earlier they um kind of dropped this height variance request really late in the project and so i guess it it really depends what your perspective is here because on one hand if you're looking at this from the perspective of the building project you know like we like we said this is we're talking about something that's potentially like a national landmark so maybe from their perspective it makes sense to to think well this is obviously not going to be architecture as usual we're not you know we're not like building a walmart here but then you know from the town's perspective like obviously you're going to need to ask for these variances and then to ask at the pretty much the last minute seems like seems like that really rubbed a lot of people the wrong way yeah i, I wouldn't say it was at the the or, last yeah. minute because the request to make the height different. So for context, the the height limit on this property, which is a waterfront section um, over in Patriots, over at Patriots Point, uh, is 50 feet. And for the original application, they were asking for a maximum of 140 feet. So just to give an idea of what was allowed versus what they're so asking for. That would have for. to be something where the like, town council would have to like give them a Correct. They would have to. They would have to. They would have to vote to allow it. First, it went to. uh, It actually never went to council, Um, and that's something that kept coming up again and again. Is and and some people didn't understand. They thought that town council had voted against it. It had only gone to planning commission. It never. It never got to the point where it got back to council. Yeah. So that it was that request was brought forward at the appropriate time in terms of their their timeline of getting these approvals. Um, but the argument was that the town should have been notified Even earlier, earlier on. Yeah. Um, so, of course, this is this is any kind of development the the first time that a that a commission or something is is voting on something. Typically, whoever is developing the project has been meeting with town staff, city staff. This is true pretty much anywhere um, for a while before that talking through what is going to end up coming up for a vote. Hear me, hear me out. Here's a thought. Now this is kind of me speculating, but so group a forms to build this right. And within that five years, there's some turnover in the group. It kind of becomes more of a national thing versus like something that like Mount Pleasant, right? A lot of the Mount Pleasant, the local folks are no longer part of group a. Is that accurate to say? It, it, the, it, it definitely, it definitely changed over time just to give an example by the end of last year this group's board didn't have any one on it who uh lives in south carolina okay uh, which was very very much not the case initially right so initially this was like patriots point kind of idea people in mount pleasant like wanted this they still they still wanted it but it's like it became something that this group wanted a they just seems like they wanted a national medal of honor museum mm-hmm. for or right. like in a national way, it kind of got out of like Mount Pleasant's hands. Is that 
Yeah, it's it's all people from off now. Yeah, right. So they don't really so care. They don't care. <laughs> town council likes we it. We actually haven't even gotten into that yet. Mm-hmm. That is a very important element of this. When you read through um, that project and some of the 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 language from the emails that that we pulled out, important to know also. So I mentioned they had four CEOs in five years. That fourth CEO and the current one uh, is Joe Daniels, and he was the head of the nine uh, eleven memorial and museum. Uh, in New York City. So again, we're talking something that's a that's a very big scale. He raised helped raise four hundred and fifty million dollars for that. So he he came into this beginning of of twenty eighteen. A common thread in some of the messages, some some more overt than others, was definitely a, a hesitation to feeling like the project was becoming something that was not local and there was one one email in in particular uh and this wasn't this wasn't directed at a particular person but that um in general the the group had not eaten enough grits and boiled peanuts oh my gosh to yeah. understand that was a, that was a good line. to That's understand um essentially how to do business here but so, I wonder if they so even, that was a common but maybe at that theme. point they didn't even want to do it here have y'all ever like have you ever thought that i don't know like yeah. maybe like they intentionally were like let's like mess with this height limit so that like we can go do this somewhere else well maybe i i've asked that question directly and the answer the answer the answer was was no um you know they when he came in he fully intended to keep it here. So I have the question has been asked, but a very important thing to note in all of this is that this was coming out of not the question of, okay, we're going to build a Medal of Honor museum. Where is the best place in the country to build a $100 million Medal of Honor museum? This all started with the question of we're at Patriot's Point what is the best museum that we can build here? Yeah. So right. two very different questions. So essentially what Joe Daniels ended up coming in and and asking was the first one. Right. So he was coming Where's into a group place? that had started from that second question yeah. and then kind of flipped it and said essentially what 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 he is how he has described it is that they ultimately felt like Mount Pleasant wasn't the place for so that. To, so to get back on track though, um so what's going on, right, is we've got we've got back and forth happening between Group A, the town of Mount Pleasant, and Patriots Point. Definitely, I, um, reference reference the project for the juicy details of the quotes. Yeah, absolutely. I can't remember all the language yeah. off the top of my head, but um, highly recommend. Yeah, but so like so the things that we're talking about, like height, design, you know, there's some back and forth. There's some alternate design proposals, et cetera. But you know, you read these emails, and I think this is worth underscoring. Like the subtext of the conversations that is happening is all really about like respect and yeah 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 no and and so, like, there, there, there were a couple yeah. exchanges where someone said like okay that let's let's skip the character attacks I remember that from a specific yeah. quote doesn't even matter which which side that was on necessarily just that people on both sides felt like it wasn't it wasn't just about you know right. building heights and whatnot that they were being disrespected exactly so, so now that, and it's like a it's like yeah. they're like wanting control yeah you yeah. know it's like i don't know it feels so much to be like mm-hmm. this like almost interpersonal drama i mean i know it's more than that there's obviously yeah. different elements but like that there just like was a lot of clashing yeah. there so then what this leads us to is i think what we were about to get into a second ago until i told you not to but where this where this comes to a head 
is Group A decides, you know what, maybe maybe Mount Pleasant isn't the place well, to build but this. But what was the tipping so, point for that? And so I want to know, like, was there a specific tipping point where they said, like, we're not going to we're going to look elsewhere? But the, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily triggered by a certain thing, but yeah. the initial decision to say they were thinking about moving was uh, about a year ago. And then it kind of, it moved pretty quickly from there because then, um, of course, there was a response locally. They were, people were surprised. Mm -hmm. um, and then it moved pretty quickly to the point where their lease was dissolved. It was official. That all happened within a few months. But this happened about a year ago. It's like Mount Pleasant yeah. was like, okay, well, you feel like, it's like the people here were like, well, if you don't want us, like, yeah. it was like a respect thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, well, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it, it sounds like this is another one of those examples of a situation where actually, who knows what the intention was with, you know, making this threat or at least I don't I, well, I don't even know if, if it's fair to characterize it as a threat or not. But that's definitely how it was perceived by some people in Mount Pleasant. Right. Is, is And they seem to take it very personally that and, and we see from from the emails like they're, you know, we see back and forth about like, well, who's going to get the blame for this and how do we, you know, message this so that it's not the town's fault. And, and people definitely are thinking that Group A is trying to set the town up as the bad guy in the situation. And mm -hmm. it doesn't seem to be that, that it's really about the, the particulars of, of the plan or anything. It, a lot of it does seem to just come down to that like interpersonal drama almost. Yeah. And the, and the communication lines. And I, I, I do also think that the, the fundamental goal, the, what question are they answering? Right. Um, as in, is important to, okay. So group A did withdraw from Mount Pleasant. Correct. So what was the stated reason? Because I think this is interesting. The official reason is that Charleston's tourism market is not large enough, which, which to us sounds crazy. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and in Charleston, that has to sound a little bit nutty because it is a huge industry for us. And you're probably thinking, but we're the number one destination in the world. Right. Yes. Well, right. and, um, and then that's named by several publications. <laughs> and um, what's really wild about that though, is that if you think about how this all got started, it was about building a museum here and then for the museum to leave here because here isn't good enough. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that, that's that really, really crazy. That really, I think that really, though, underscores what you're getting at, that there are really two profoundly different ways that you can approach this problem. And the way that they were looking at it at the beginning is radically different than the way that Group A is looking at it definitely, at this point. Definitely. And, and just to give an idea, because in, in terms of looking forward with, with Group A, they somewhat recently announced that they plan to build in either one of two cities, and that's Arlington, Texas, or Denver, Colorado. There, so Arlington is together in Arlington, Fort Worth, Dallas. That's all considered. Okay. Yeah, one I know because at area. first I'm like Arlington, but I guess that's how some people probably see Mount Pleasant if right. they don't know that it's true. You know, oh, by Charleston. Oh, right? and also just to it, correct and to and to give you an idea, Arlington is um, has been pulling pretty hard for this and they've offered up land in their entertainment district right by where the Texas Rangers and the Dallas Cowboys play. Oh. So that's like wow, I think that's okay. interesting context yeah. Yeah, like that, where they're looking spot. there. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> in that area you're looking at about 27 million visitors a year in Denver you're looking at about 32 million and then in Charleston 
the Charleston region last year, we had a record 7.3 million. Oh, yeah. wow. That's yeah. So, I mean, that kind of, huh? I, I would have, I guess that makes sense, but yeah. yeah, we have a lot of, we have a lot of tourists here where, you know, like I said, that, that number one ranking, it's, it's a very well loved destination, but it's still not as big as a lot of these major mm. metro areas that are drawing in those uh, double-digit yeah. tourism numbers. So I bet I bet some of our listeners are probably at this point wondering. We've been calling. We've been talking a lot about Group A. Group A. Who's Group B? Who's Group B? And now I, I want to also go ahead and explain because it's not maybe not obvious. There, there's a good reason why we've been calling them Group A and Group B. So do you want to explain first of all? Well, just first of all, tell us what the official names of these two groups are, and I think that'll make it clear to people why we yes. decided to call them A and B. And then let's get into who is Group B and what's what's their story. So the the first has been going by, and we can get into why them even calling themselves. This has been controversial. The National Medal of Honor Museum Foundation. That's what they've been going by. And then we're calling Group B is going by the National Medal of Honor Heritage Foundation, Ooh. and they want to build the National Medal of Honor Heritage Center. So yeah, we've called them Group A and Group B because mm-hmm. that would just be hella confusing. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. And in, and for people who have read the stories, I'm sorry if that does get confusing. But um, unfortunately, uh, I'm not allowed to call them Group, group A and, and Group B, B in my <laughs> stories. So. Fair enough. But anyway, Group B. What what's their deal? Who are yes. they? Yes. So Group. Uh, We first heard really publicly from them in May. So remember General James Livingston, the Medal of Honor recipient, who I said was really the face of the project at the beginning and then left that foundation's board. So he is one of the main people who's now leading this new effort to build a museum at Patriots Point. Um, Another leader uh, is their chairman, Tommy McQueenie. He was a board member at Patriots Point and recently stepped down from that position to pursue this. So what they're trying to do is, like I said, the build a National Medal of Honor Heritage Center. Yes, just making sure I got that right. (laughs) And they're looking at about the $45 million range. So about $35 million to build, $10 million more for furnishings, exhibits, whatnot. And remember, the other one was about $100 million which more recently they've been saying 150 million. All right. Um, that's that's Group A. It's now going to either um, Texas or Colorado. So they have actually started getting um, public funds within the last several months. And our Group A, Group A took that design with them. So correct. This would Group be a B's, different design, yeah. different. Um, I mean, similar concept. They still want it to be kind of the they want it they want their project to be the definitive you know medal of honor museum and but it's going to be kind of confusing though isn't it because (laughs) now we're talking about having the the heritage center here in mount pleasant but then potentially there's going to be another medal of honor museum either in in colorado or texas they feel they feel confident so they've actually set and we're talking Group B right now have set a potential opening date that's pretty soon, um, July fourth, twenty twenty three. Wow. That's the date that they gave when they um, really kicked off their fundraising campaign, and that was um, just this summer. 
at uh, aboard the Yorktown. They were so, on I mean, the Yorktown that made the announcement. Getting built in four years versus, I mean, the other Group A spent five years kind of like, I mean, I, I don't really know what they were doing, fighting amongst themselves or whatever and nothing. I mean, they didn't even break land. They didn't even get a... a a design yeah. approved. Yeah, it was really about um it was, it was almost 6 years by the time they decided to leave. Right, and so it's from like when things had gotten and started. And is saying they're going to get they're going to have an opening have it date built in right four years, in 4 years. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm assuming I mean group B's more local folks, right? And and that's that's been the the emphasis too and um and at that fundraising kickoff, uh they were very enthusiastic and confident that they said we have the we have the right people this time. We're going to get it done this time. Um, Mount Pleasant's mayor, Will Haney, was there and he was talking in support of it. And then um, town council in Mount Pleasant just recently voted to donate $3 million to the museum. Did they do that? Did they, were they volunteered money like that before? For group a? So, so yeah, for, for Group A, they were supporting financially. Um, moving a part of Patriots Point Road. So they said to build the museum as they had it planned, they would have to move a whole section of the road. And um, they were kicking in more than a million for that. And that never that never happened. It didn't get to right. a point where they were actually um, moving the road. Uh, but this this new group, Group B, says that they don't need to move the road. So and Mount is offering three million or giving three million. So three million s- spread over more, several years. But there's but more buy-in, I guess, than, you know, Mount Pleasant with Group A kind of sounds like. Charleston County Council also gave five million. So they actually made that um, pledge in late May. So they were, the Charleston County Council, that was or the group first B. public group yeah. mm-hmm, to support this, this new group and this effort. Um, and then... What they've said is that they'd like to get five million from the state. So that's the same amount. Remember that the state gave to Group A. Mm-hmm. Group A. This is uh, important to note. Has given the money back. That happened in mm-hmm. December. The Group A did not get that local support the way the Group B appears to be getting now, at least financially. I guess this early I, on. I would say the the approach the approach with Group B is is completely different and for good reason because there's already been a whole project before right. the community has kind of been through the ringer with this. And it really it's, there was no reason for the first group to insist, like we've got the right people this time we can do it this time. Whereas th- this group is kind of having to overcome that hurdle of, of people being skeptical, people being concerned. So what they've been describing it as is a quote museum or your money back. Um, kind of addressing those concerns. Yeah. Excellent. I think this is a good spot to wrap it up. Yeah, I think so. Um, but, you know, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see if this goes through. And Definitely. Um, it sounds like they're kind of getting ahead of the drama. But um, for the listeners out there that want to know more and kind of keep up all of this issue, um, one really great way to do that is that Emily has a newsletter that goes out twice weekly. Um, it's a business newsletter, so it covers not just the Medal of Honor Museum, <laughs> Many but things. all of the uh, big business headlines from the week. Um, and it's one of our fastest growing newsletters. It's very popular. So you can sign up at postandcourier.com slash newsletters, or there's a newsletter button on our homepage. All right, y'all. Thank all you right. for listening. Till next week. Till next week. See y'all later. 
All right, and that's all. Understand South Carolina is a production of The Post and Courier in Charleston. Our theme song is by Billy Fountain. You can stream his music by searching for Billy, that's with an I-E, Fountain, on Spotify. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. You can get in touch with us by emailing understandsc at postandcourier.com, or, of course, you can tweet at us with any questions or comments. And if you're a fan of the show, please take a second to like us and leave a rating on the Apple Podcast Store. See y'all later.